0: Hello and welcome to the D&D 420 Podcast. This is a show dedicated to helping you become a better Dungeon Master. I'm your host Eric Him Hunter and I am a struggling Game Master trying to figure out how to tell a better story. Joining me shortly is Jimmy Shields. He is the creator of D&D 420 and an avid D&D fan with over 30 years of experience. So we're hopping right back into Reddit uh, to answer those questions on the D&D subreddit. We actually heard a ton of great feedback, and you guys seem to really enjoy these episodes, so we're just going to keep popping them out until it gets boring. Or until we run out of questions, which it's the internet, so we're probably not going to run out anytime soon. Jimmy St. James, welcome back to another roundtable of D&D 420 Answers Reddit. Reddit. I'm ready. Reddit. ready for Reddit. So for those who don't know, Reddit is a
1: place that's to read not, things. That's what
0: I that's take not it. A so- well, I was going to call it a social media site, but that's not right. It's not a social media website, it's, is it? It's, it's, a, it's a bitching site where you can bitch about I get a lot things. of news there. I get oh, a lot of news I don't know, I don't know what it is, uh, but it sounds Well, anyway, like- there is a channel called D&D, and they have weekly questions, and by God, Jimmy, we're going to answer them, because... That's, that's what I'm here for. That's what you, personally, are here for. Nothing else. You have no other... You have no other function in life other well, than just to. I smoke me, and I know Answer things, these yeah. <laughs> about D and D. Whatever, um, yeah, whatever. It's about what the well the you know D and D. You're not smoking D and D. That would be a different. Um, or is that just a great business idea I came up with? Write it down. Write it. it down. We're gonna. Do it. I gotta it. mail it to myself? So nobody copyrights it. Mail it to yourself uh, right now. Somebody needs to do something about the copyright law. It's fucking disgusting in America. Okay, this first question comes from Yo, I'm Jamie. Oh, gosh, Um, Jamie. I'm
1: going to take a hit real quick.
0: I should also preface that uh, all of these questions are for the fifth edition. Um, So if you, dear listener, have a question that you would like our grand tormentor to answer, head on over to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash dnd 420 Guild, and ask your questions there, and you just might make it on an episode how cool is that Like jamie here like well sure hypothetical say there is a petrified creature someone chops a part of the petrified creature off and then casts greater restoration only only on the part that they have chopped off what happens if it was a body part what happens if it's an inanimate object and something the petrified creature was holding What happens if both a body part and some inanimate object? Regardless of the above, what happens to the remainder of the petrified creature? Nothing? Something? I'm (laughs) sure the DM has leeway here, but I'd like to know what the general consensus of what is sensible have at it.
1: (laughs) All right. Okay.
0: Um, is this
1: all four questions that we're doing today?
0: So, yeah, right? Jamie, no. Joe, so, Jamie's okay. got a
1: lot of questions about...
0: Jamie's got a lot of questions. So let's start with the first. So what is Greater Restoration?
1: Greater Restoration is a fifth level spell. Uh, it's an abjuration spell. And um, what it does, it does one of a few different things. It can either um, end the effect of a charmed or petrified target, uh, a curse or including attunement to a cursed magic item um, it can oh i didn't know that yeah it can stop all that Uh, it can if your ability scores have been reduced due to you know foul play some
0: sort of an effect yeah it
1: can bring them back um (laughs) and if there's an effect that reduces your maximum total hit points permanently it can fix that so um,
0: so this is a badass
1: spell. It's a fifth level abjuration spell. Hell yes, it's yeah. badass. You gotta be like ninth level. You gotta be ninth level to just cast it. Um, wow. So, I I feel like okay. So I kind of I kind of took some notes here. So it says what happens if it's so? What happens to the body part? Irrelevant. Um, let's move forward to things that matter because. Okay. <laughs> um, that was the question, Joe. Just so you know, that was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but he's asking questions that are taken away by the answers to the other
0: questions. Oh, I see what you mean. It okay, won't matter continue.
1: because um, all it's doing is ending in effect. It's not bringing you... It's not putting you back together again if you were chopped into bits. So let's say, let's say I'm a barbarian and I chop your arms and your legs off. Okay. Greater Restoration ain't gonna help you.
0: So, okay, what's the spell? Are they... That they're trying to get at, like, I, what are they trying to do? Because it sounds like the Great Restoration isn't the spell they're well, interested in. No, it in.
1: sounds like what they're trying to do is Greater Restore a Thumb. Like, let's okay, let's say here's what it sounds like. Yoam Jamie is asking, it's um, you are holding a sword in your hand and you and and you're attacking and something petrifies you, turns you to stone. Uh, okay. okay, and then.
0: My arm falls off.
1: My arm gets broken off, and we take it with. So they're trying to break your arm off or your thumb off and take it with you, so that they can go somewhere and cast greater restoration on the stone thumb. I've had I've had players try to do this before. You can't do that. Um, it'll end. The thumb will no longer be petrified. It will be a bloody dismembered thumb. Right. Yeah. Um. So you can't. And it says he said something about an inanimate object. Well, Yeah, what
0: happens if it was an inanimate object like something the petrified creature was holding?
1: It says, you imbue a creature you touch. You can't imbue a sword you touch or a flask you touch. It says, specifically, a creature that you touch. Even if
0: the creature's holding said cup? Matters not. Okay.
1: Nothing happens to the remainder. This is not you're not using the spell properly. This is just another one of those um, things where someone is trying to be really creative with a spell, and so they're trying to get an effect of a much higher level spell out of this mm-hmm. lower level spell. If And I'll, I'm going to say, I've said it once and I'll say it again, you're ruining your game if you allow that. Because why have ninth level spells if you can do it with a 5th level spell? You know, So always ask yourself, will that give me the effect of a higher level spell if I do it, quote-unquote, creatively? Well... And the answer's no. No, it's not about being creative. I mean, if you're a rule of cool player and you let stuff like that go, hey, more power to you, man. It don't, don't invite me to your game. But it is a game. It's not a storytelling device.
0: So that's what I was going to ask. What's the purpose? Just because you lost your arm? Like, I don't know. You got another one, bro? <laughs> Well,
1: I mean, like I said, I think that what Yoam Jamie is trying to do is, you know, go into the cave, you know, miles away from the wizard's tower and fight and get, you know, their buddy gets turned to stone and he wants to break the thumb off, take it back and get greater restoration and his buddy's back. Mm. That just doesn't work that way. Now, if you greater restoration and the thumb is back, perhaps... Maybe get, ask me another question about some higher-level spells and how you can piece these things together. Because I would say as a DM, sure, it's a bloody thumb now. What can you do with a bloody thumb, you all? am Jamie. Look, right. So, something to
0: think about. Okay. Yeah, I was also kind of just confused. All right, on to the next one. SLP0001, 0001, who is apparently flared as a cleric. That's what I'm talking about. Hey, um says concerning bags of holding could a character enter one to be carried but stick their head out so that they wouldn't lack a supply of air or would the extradimensional properties of the bag make that impossible slash harmful alternatively could the top of the bag be held open to maintain a continuous supply of air
1: nope this has been addressed in every edition since the beginning of time when you go through into another dimension you are magically transported to that dimension. Yeah, that's it. You're gone. It's, it's not
0: one half here, one half there. Yeah.
1: There's you're not it's not a bag. It's a bag of holding. So the opening of that bag is look at it as a portal. You can't be halfway in and out. It's just not how it works. And I believe it says even that there's enough air in there to su- to supply a medium-sized creature with oxygen for
0: what, I think it's like five minutes. I thought it was really short.
1: It's it's not a long time. Um, it's not, but even so. It's not a long time at all. Yeah,
0: because I remember I remember playing in games where somebody would have a bag of holding and we would try to, to basically kill somebody with it by putting them in the bag of holding for whatever reason. Like we were just trying to find like an easy way to get rid of a body. Let's throw it in the bag of holding.
1: Right. So breathing creatures inside the bag can survive up to a number of minutes equal to 10 divided by the number of creatures yeah so
0: so it's really short yeah
1: it's not long <laughs> yes yes you can put someone in there um but no. they're not
0: gonna yeah they're not breathing though
1: and and they have to be able to fit within the space you can't put things into the space that's that are larger than 64 cubic feet or larger than 500 right. pounds and i dare say larger than four feet now a person can scrunch up into the size less than four feet, and a person can take up less than sixty-four cubic feet of volume. So yeah, you can put a small enough person in there. Most humans, um, I would say, arguably, but they're not going to survive. That's not what it's for. Again, we're trying to get an effect out of something that wasn't intended. A large, a
0: higher spell could do. Yeah. A higher, so okay, better wh-
1: magic item. Yeah.
0: So. Um, Give us an example of said magic item or higher spell.
1: Well, there's spells that create um, extra dimensional places for you to rest. I think rope trick is one of them.
0: Oh, rope trick. Yep. So wait, is rope trick in fifth edition? (laughs) Oh, good call. Yeah, because uh, one of the games that we played, um, Tommy's character, uh, we rope tricked almost every night because we were in like heinous cities that of, of people who wanted to kill us
1: yes rope trick is in fifth edi- fifth edition i'm sorry
0: how does it work is it does it work the same it
1: works the same basically yeah okay good so that's that's what you're really trying to do with your bag of holding i feel like is have just cast rope trick it's not a super high level spell um
0: i don't know i mean you could probably even find a magic item that'll grant you at least you know one rope trip how much would that cost
1: it doesn't sound like it would be really expensive
0: um, yeah. So I mean, but yeah, again, I think you're correct. I think this this person's just trying to do something creative with a spell or an item, magic item that just doesn't work, and they just need a higher level spell or a different magic item.
1: I mean, because really, you're gonna have the spell rope trick possibly before you ever have access to a bag of holding anyway.
0: Right. Yeah. You're not gonna trip over the streets, <laughs> find a bag of holding lying on the ground, and then like a dude. Open it up from the inside. Nah, that's not how it works.
1: Yeah, um, this is
0: very similar. Is that to what he sa- Is that what he says when he gets out of the bag? Nah, this isn't how this works. <laughs> this isn't how this works at all. I'm dead. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Um, okay, on to the next.
1: Sorry, zero zero
0: zero zero one. zero zero one zero zero there. zero one. Sorry. Uh, this matter. user's name is Jagger Sebastian. I think.
1: Uh, I hope that well, we can give Yeager? this guy some good news Ye- or this Jagger maybe- Sebastian. Or gal it could be a could be a gal,
0: one one person. Uh, I need help choosing a class for my character. Maybe <laughs> someone here has a good idea. Now I remember be, be why a I asked this question.
1: Yeah, be a bard. No, that's a, good. That's always my.
0: I'm not. No. I'm not done yet.
1: No, I'm be ready. a bard.
0: My, done. My Next. character. Next is question. go My character is a goblin imp- <laughs> improvisational actor. <laughs> what? okay?
1: I'm right. A goblin, be a bard.
0: A goblin. <laughs> all right, you might be right on this one. And. <laughs> Oh, well, yeah, even more so. And not a very good one at that. Uh, I'm very into the idea for the possible role play, but kind of at a loss at what class he ought to be. Mm, That fits with the background of acting and theater. I thought he might be a rogue. DM has also suggested Bard. Fucking. Um, But of our three player party, I know there's already another Bard. I don't know. Any suggestions is greater appreciated.
1: All right, next question.
0: well, no. Hold on. See, he says something interesting here. <laughs> I already answered this. No, I know you did, but we need to answer the other question. Oh, what's the other question? Um, I'm sorry. The other question is that he's in a party of he's in a three player party, and there's already another bard. Uh, I have a question so, for
1: Jagger Sebastian or Jagger. Jagger. Jagger Sebastian.
0: Sure. They can't answer you, but I can. I'll assume. Okay. Their you be,
1: you be, you be Jagger Sebastian.
0: I'll be Jagger Sebastian. Do you have a good DM? I mean, oh he did he did suggest bard when I asked him about a rogue man
1: I would listen to my DM Um, if you already have a bard in the party it doesn't matter Um, why do you need especially
0: if your DM is suggesting another bard
1: if your DM is suggesting it I mean first of all no other class fits with a background of acting or theater that doesn't mean you can't have a fighter who has a background in acting and theater or a monk That's, you know, given up that life. There's so many ways that you can have. If this is just for background, be whatever class you like. Because it's just a background. But if you really want to do something with it, the only one that has ties to that is bard. Yeah. Period. I mean, rogue can, because you have so many skills. Sure, you could be a rogue. There's no reason not to be. uh, Except for that bard does what you're saying better unless you have other ideas in mind that you're trying right like do we have enough information to really like jaeger sebastian we really need to have a conversation about this and i think that's what jagger
0: it's Jagger. it's pronounced jagger sebastian uh,
1: i don't i don't know i'm making it up
0: i am acting as a jagger sebastian instead. so yes it is jagger jagger okay Jager. i'm sorry
1: jagger i that's, mm. i didn't know i said your name mm-hmm. wrong
0: <laughs> so that's the so that was another thing that i was thinking too that you mentioned if it's just for background then do whatever because like those are the things that i enjoy so like say we're, i'm watching a fighter fight but he's kind of dancing around kind of doing a sort of ballet esque to his fighting style like that tells me volumes of his backstory rather than him coming and telling me like hey, i used to be an actor and a dancer i wasn't very good at it though you know what I mean like right, right. that's the storytelling stuff that I want that's the things this is those are the reasons I play d and I say that almost in every episode of this the show you know like, <laughs> I love the story stuff I love the character stuff so if I were playing that character yes I would play a fighter and I would as I described the way my character fought it would be kind of like balletish and kind of you know pure pirouettes and that kind of thing it was very elegant right because yeah. there are
1: football players who take ballet in order to Absolutely. improve their craft and if a football player can do it, why wouldn't a fighter? Sure. Sure. You can I mean that, you could choose anything yeah. you like if if
0: we're going for background.
1: So um, I, I have a feeling, Jaeger Sebastian, that you're a newer player.
0: No, it's it's Jaeger. It's Jaeger Sebastian. Oh I'm sorry. I said did that I get it backwards. I said uh, did you I say said that, that or, Jaeger, Jaeger. I said that earlier. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's so Jaeger. Now. So
1: I apologize for saying your name wrong yet a fifteenth time. Um, <laughs> but yeah it sounds like you're a newer player and just go with your gut pick the one that suits you and you know don't dig too deeply into it you let it let go a little bit and, uh, yeah i don't, mean they you don't have to define these classes by what by that one thing they can do if you want it to be associated bard's the only one but if you want to correct have fun with it be a sorcerer who loves show tunes yeah you know why not yep
0: yeah, because they even mentioned, like, they're very into the idea for possible role play. Well, then, if that's the most important part, then who cares about class?
1: Yeah, be what class you want to be.
0: Whatever class you want to be. All right, Jimmy, I'm really sorry, man, but we're, God, we're on the last one already. Man. Like, we're, time flies when you're having... At least we had good news
1: for Jagger Sebastian.
0: It's jagger I mean I, again again we <laughs> so, so, I mean, I'm so sorry it's it's almost kind of coming off like you're doing it on purpose now and it's I, a little hurtful I I'm just
1: j- I'm just I Dnd 420 baby I'm
0: just hot there you go all right this last question comes from uh user Fogiotu. 2 Fuji foji 2 2 okay sorry uh, if I can't see in the dark and I'm holding a torch to light a passageway, I can't use a regular bow, can I? If combat began, I'd have to fight a, with a one-handed weapon.
1: If you want to hold the torch, that is correct. Right. Now. But you could th- we'll,
0: throw it on the ground.
1: Yeah, we could dig a little deeper, throw it on the ground, then the torch doesn't move. But right. a bow isn't... If you're in the dark and the only thing that's helping you see... Because uh, I want to go back and I want to address other things that are going on here. If the if you can only see things that are within your torchlight, bow is not your best option anyway. Because right, so. you only have 20 feet of good light, light. And then yep. 20 feet of twilight or dim light. Um, so if you drop it on the ground, you can. And you can drop something for free. So... That's up to you if you want to. You can. You can still have light. Or what I would do is have my bard, my sorcerer, wizard, or whoever cast light on the top of my bow on you know, on something up there.
0: Oh, that's an excellent idea.
1: Mm-hmm. That's what I might do.
0: That's, uh-huh. And so, I hadn't thought of that. That's an excellent idea.
1: So, and then, you know, there was also a magic item one time that I made that was a bow that was on fire at the top and bottom. So it let off a dim torchlight. It wasn't as strong as a torch, but it was it shot flaming arrows, and it was kind of pretty cool, you know. If you're shooting flaming arrows, you you draw back a um, an arrow and it catches on fire, then then you've got some torchlight. I mean, that's just something cool I, that we did one time in a game, and it was a neat magic item. That was, I think, that was way back in second edition.
0: Wow, that's a while ago.
1: Back in the nineties
0: yeah because anytime I mean again it's I, I posted that meme on our discord channel of the hey you know it's the two it's the two knights at the top of the hill and they're looking down at a, at a hill of dead bodies and they're like you think they're all dead and they're like alright you guys walk into a dark area and then the next scene is all everybody's saying like well I got dark vision what do I see I got dark vision <laughs> like I can see in the dark which is hilarious because that's exactly what we do <laughs> it's, it's like alright so you walk into a dark and vision. well I got dark vision fucking yeah okay man like that's fine like i'm happy for you i'm glad you have dark vision you know what i mean like oh how far can it go 60 feet well this guy's 80 feet away from you go fuck yourself like
1: you want to play this game you want to play that game um Um, eric i don't know if you know but while we're on the subject and since we knocked this out so quickly um something that you know a lot of dms are going to know but a lot of players may not is that even in dark vision your vision is not perfect like it's daylight you actually right. attack with disadvantage if you have dark vision. Did you know that?
0: I did know that. Okay.
1: Well, yeah. never mind. Strike it from the record. It's not worth something. No, if, I,
0: if, I I did know that. that if was... Eric
1: knew it, then everybody knows it. So.
0: That's not true. That's not true. Um, but then, again, like anytime I've been in a group of that we're going down you know, into a small cavern or a cave or what have you, you know, and they're like, "Oh, I'll cast light," and it's always like on a piece of copper or something. Like, I don't, I can't think of. There might be one time where it was like, "Oh, you're casting light on something that's creative and that's going to help us rather than a piece, you know, a piece of copper." Yeah, piece you know of copper. I mean? like, that I'm going
1: to throw ahead to see. Yeah,
0: um, yeah, you know, like it's it was always something like that. You know, um, I like that idea of that that burning bow, man. That's killer. That's a killer idea. Oh, see, yeah, thanks. they so again. Um, to go back to, uh, I'm not gonna say the name again, but it again, if you are a DM or if you are pl- more more than likely you're a player and you're looking at this as a player, you know, like it, I feel like that's the DM's that could that's the DM's um, opportunity to take advantage of the situation to bring something new into the game that is also creative and is going to help in the situation. Do you know what I mean? Sure. Like,
1: yeah, absolutely. And yeah. Uh, why not have light arrows where, that you can fire? Because that 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 does the exact same thing as what you're talking about with the copper coin, except for you can be a little more precise with it, or you get a little more distance if you wish, or you can be danger you know, very dangerous, and you know, tempt your characters into shooting an arrow ahead into the dark, and it might might be fun. What do you hit? You, you're, sure. you're going to see it, that's for sure, <laughs> once it does it. But, you know, light the bow on fire. Torch bow. How does that work? So, okay, did you know, how about this? We'll go back. Um, historically speaking, that there is a torch shield.
0: So basically just a shield that's on fire.
1: A lantern torch, yeah. So and I think that's what they call it, a lantern torch, or a lantern shield. So just in the middle of the shield in the front and this is a big heavy motherfucker too you've got this cutout where there's a a torch burning inside of this cutout area with like a grate over top of it so you hold the shield in front of you and it's lighting your way wow so that is historically speaking that's something that you know some people tried i don't know how successful it was
0: yeah i mean the the imagery is there like the imagery's killer it's a cool
1: idea uh, yeah so maybe a shield with a light spell on it or something would be cool I too know. um yeah the and those are lower level magic items that you can create and and give to your party that aren't that big of a deal and you can solve food I'm, i don't know how to say the name you you said it three different ways fujioto
0: oh i have no idea that you know, the food... Poster. Just call them the... Just call them poster. But
1: the poster can use to... Uh, to solve the problem that they have. And it's... Yeah. It's cool. It's interesting. It's not very expensive. And it's not going to break your game wide open.
0: Yeah. And it would be... Like a... It would be a huge event to give the player that item. Unless everybody's you know, like got a purple
1: a... sword. Then nobody cares.
0: Well. So you pretty much just tank this whole thing then.
1: Well... Don't the, the, the lesson here is don't give everybody warble Swords.
0: That's all. If you leave with nothing today. <laughs> don't give everybody Vorpal Swords. Don't give them a warple sword. Jesus. Don't give anybody a warple sword. Thanks for listening to this episode of the D&D 420 Podcast. For everything D&D 420 related, check out dnd420.com. If you'd like to reach out to us, you can find us there on the website and on YouTube at dnd420. Lastly, as always, if you'd like to support the show, you can do that by telling another DM about the show and by visiting us on Apple Podcasts and leaving a rating and review. Thanks for subscribing and being a part of our work here at dnd420. We will see you next week.